Welcome back to the Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya. I want to thank you for listening and subscribing. Be sure to invite a friend to listen as well. So I'm so excited to talk to you about this week. Of course, it is the week, the Holy Week. We just celebrated Palm Sunday. And now we go throughout this week and Good Friday and just celebrating the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so today I want to talk to you about coming up out of the graves. And I want to share this very important passage. But before I get into that, I just want to tell you that this is a good time to really focus on prayer and fasting this entire week, just believing God, turning down your plate, turning off maybe social media or anything that might distract you or hinder you and really getting into a place with God where you seek his face because God wants to do something and his resurrection power is available to each and every one of us. And so in this season, don't lose faith. Don't lose heart. No matter what you are going through or no matter what you are facing, you can come up higher and go deeper in God. I know personally, I've been saved for many years now, but my heart is hungry for more of God. And I don't ever want to become stuck or stagnant. And so there's so many depths to the beauty and the glory of the Lord. And God has designed for us to carry his glory in this earth, in this world, that we would be a light in the midst of darkness. And so it's important that we stay hungry for God because the word of God says, blessed are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. So I want to ask you, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to be filled with the power of the Lord? How bad do you want to understand the love of God and just see certain things break off of your life? And the Bible tells us that some things only go through prayer and fasting. And we also know that without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so we have the opportunity to please God by having faith in the word of God, by having faith in who God is. And so with that faith, you partner prayer and fasting and nothing will be impossible. And so I want you to just be encouraged and really seek the Lord about some things that you can fast from. And, and, you know, of course, obviously food is the biblical way to fast, fasting, abstaining from food. And so this is a really important hour and God wants to do something new. And sometimes when God is doing something new, he requires you to do something new, something that you have never done before. All right, so let's jump in. I'm excited, but let's jump into Matthew chapter 27. This is so rich, so good, so powerful. Starting at verse 51, it says, then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom and the earth quaked and the rocks were split and the graves were opened and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised and coming out of the graves after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. I want to just read this again. I'm going to go even up further to chapter 
same chapter 27, but verse 50, it says, and Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom and the earth quaked and the rocks were split. So this is when Jesus yielded his spirit. He had, uh, passed away in that sense. He had given up the ghost. The Bible says, and so what happens in that moment, it says that the veil of the temple was torn. And we know just the priestlyhood in the Old Testament that we had to go through the veil. And what's so important about this passage, it says that the veil of the temple was torn into from top to bottom. So not even from bottom to top where you could say a man tore it. It was tore from the top to the bottom. And what does this mean in very simple terms to believers that we have direct access to God through Jesus Christ, that we don't have to go through um, anybody else now, because in the old Testament, they had to go through the priest. The priest had to make atonement, but we know that Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. And because of him, the veil of the temple was torn in two. Let me break this down even further for you. Sometimes we go through certain things in life and we get disappointed because people that were supposed to represent God to us, they may have failed us or they may have hurt us. So many of us have dealt with church hurt and church drama. But let me tell you, this verse means that we can go directly to God. And so even when people hurt you, even when people fail you, you have direct access to the Lord because of the cross, because Jesus went all the way. He died on the cross so that we could be in communion with the father. And so nothing will separate you from the love of God. You can have a personal relationship with God that does not have to do with another man because God wants you to go before him. And so because of that, he tore the veil, which is really, really important and really, really powerful. And then the next part, it says, and the earth quaked and the rocks were split. So there was a lot going on in this passage. And I want to focus on verse 52. It says, and the graves were opened. And let me tell you, there is resurrection power in the blood of Jesus Christ. There was resurrection power where graves were literally open and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised and coming out of the graves. I just want you to pause and say, coming out of the graves and anything that is graven, anything that is dead in your life that was not supposed to be, you can believe God for his resurrection power, whether that's a dead relationship or marriage or anything that you need God to breathe new life into. I just want you to understand that God is able when things look hopeless, when things look like they are over complete final, understand that God has the final say and he can do whatever he wants to do. And God glories in the impossible because things that are impossible with man, they are possible with God. And I'm not just giving you a motivational speech or something that sounds really good. I'm giving you the word of God and the word of God lets us know that we have resurrection power because the spirit of God dwells on the inside of us. And so that's where you wage war, you fight, you press, and you declare over anything that's dead that this is coming out of 
of the graves and you begin to speak to that thing with the word of God and use the word of God as your weapon to wage war against the enemy. Now, in this context, in this passage, we see it says, and the graves were open. And then verse 53 says, and coming out of the graves after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. Imagine that being in that time where you see saints of old that had already transitioned. The Bible says they were falling asleep. Now they came out of their graves and were walking. They were in the holy city and appeared to many. How powerful is that? And verse 54 says, so when the centurion and those with him who heard who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that happened, they feared greatly saying truly this was the son of God. And so there's no denying that he was the son of God. And we see everything that happened and everything that took place. And I want to tell you that there's times and there's moments in your life where you have to make a decision that God has the final say. And you make a decision knowing that Jesus already went to the cross. He already died so that we could have life and life more abundantly so that we can have victory and victory already belongs to us. And so we have to walk in that victory and take a hold of that and realize that God sacrificed his only begotten son. And it was a heavy sacrifice. It was a weighty sacrifice. It mattered. It counted. We know that even when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane, he said, could there be another way? Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. And so we take the time to remember what God has done. We take the time to realize that we have authority and power. We take the time just to simply be grateful. But what I want to do for you today is help you to understand a part of the package of salvation and what the Lord has done. It's almost like if we have insurance on our car, you don't really know the fullness of what is covered under your insurance. And one of the things that is covered by the authority that Jesus Christ gave to us is the ability to cause dead things to come to life. That is the nature of God. That is what he does. And so we have that same power and authority because he gave us that power and authority to be able to speak to mountains and mountains must be moved. And so speak into your situation, declare the word, don't give up without a fight. You have to fight and understand who you are in God, understand everything that was available, made available to us because the Bible says for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. And so there is life in Christ Jesus. There is life and that life is available to us. So this week, I just want to encourage you, challenge you, hold you up in the faith, push you, uh, declare to you that you have power and authority. And as we think about the goodness of the Lord, we remember that we are armed. We have weapons and the weapons of our warfare. They're not carnal, but they're mighty to God for the pulling down of strongholds. And so you can begin to pull down strongholds and things in your life and see the resurrection power of the Holy Spirit. So don't just take this as another week or maybe you're off from work or your kids, your children are on spring break. But in the midst of that, let's just take some time to remember the Lord and to put him first. I want to say a prayer 
with you. God, I just thank you right now for your resurrection power, the power of your Holy Spirit. I thank you that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. I thank you, Father, that you said that if we abide in you, you will give us what we ask for, God. We abide in you and your word abides in us. And so we come to you in the name of Jesus, the name that is above every other name. And our hearts are filled with gratitude and thanksgiving. My heart is filled with gratitude and thanksgiving for all that you have done, all that you continue to do, all that you are. And I thank you, God, for everything that you are shifting, everything that you are breaking, everything, oh God, that you are doing in this hour for your kingdom and for your glory. And so, Lord, I pray that you will bless each and every person that listens to this podcast. I pray that you will lead them by your spirit because you lead us and guide us according to Romans 8, 14. As many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. And so, Father, lead us by your spirit. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for all that you have done. We don't take that lightly, God. Thank you. Oh, Lord, we thank you. And we give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let's just take this time to study, to read about the resurrection and the cross and Calvary, and just allow God to renew and replenish our hearts that we will always be in tune with our first love. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want to thank you for taking this time to listen. Be sure to read back over that passage and see what else you can pull from it. It's very rich, very meaty. The things in this verse in Matthew and Jesus going to the cross. So God bless you and be sure to send any prayer requests that you have to prayersbreathing at gmail.com. You can also follow prayersbreathing on Instagram and Facebook. God bless you and thank you again for listening.